Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. May corn futures up three and a quarter at 5.55 and three quarters. May soybeans are up 16 cents at 14.24 and a half. May Chicago wheat is up two and a quarter at 5.72 and three quarters. May Kansas City wheat up three and a quarter at 6.50 and a half. May spring wheat is up two and a quarter at 6.38 and a quarter. So a nice higher trade here this morning. Remember, guys, if you need some more information from me, visit my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. If you'd like to know what I'm doing every single day of the week, I send a newsletter out. It's an email. It goes out every day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time, every business day. Uh, it's a newsletter that you can read on your phone real easily. It'll take you two or three minutes to read the whole thing. But if you want to be made aware of, of any important overnight headline, a lot of interesting charts, graphics, information, and all of my grain marketing recommendations, uh, check this deal out. It's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it any time. There's no other fee, no other obligation involved. So, uh, certainly uh, give that a look. In the headlines here this morning, uh, harvest delays in Brazil have perhaps to rally the soybean market. We have some wetter weather in the forecast here, which uh, could further delay harvest. And I suppose that this has led some people to the conclusion that we may see some last minute um, export business uh, come to the U.S. Maybe China has a couple cargoes that they still need to book or whatever. Maybe maybe you end up selling a few more beans out of the U.S. here. Um, just as with planting, I would imagine that once a window presents itself, that things move incredibly fast. We saw that with planting. They had a slow start to the growing season in regard to planting, but moved incredibly fast and caught up very quickly when the window opened. So I would imagine that the same thing happens with harvest, but still this is viewed as, as being kind of a friendly item here. Uh, crop estimates out of Brazil are, are moving higher uh, uh, just about across the board. There were a few different ones out yesterday. IHS Market, which was in Forma uh, previously or Vantage previously, they increased their estimate for the Brazilian bean crop to 136 million metric tons up sharply from what from uh, 133 previously another private group agro consult increased their uh, soybean estimate to 134 up from 132 previously there was a poll that Reuters did regarding the Brazilian corn crop. Uh, they pegged it at 108.2 million metric tons, which is is toward the upper end of, of most of the estimates out there. Um, they noted that you know higher prices are going to encourage some additional acreage. Um, it was also noted, however, that at least a quarter of the country's second and larger corn crop uh, is going to be planted outside of the ideal planting window. It's going to be planted late uh, due to these uh, harvest delays in regard to beans. So you know, you've got harvest delays, but at the same time, you've got rising crop estimates, which is probably the bigger deal, uh, grand scheme of things. A big decline in weekly ethanol production is expected in today's EIA report. Traders estimate last week's production at 819,000 barrels per day, which would be down like 90,000 from uh, last week. And, and last year, we were over a million uh, this same week. So this is, is not a good-looking number. A lot of this has to do with that weather event last week. Um, there were stories circulating that some ethanol plants had sold off their natural gas inventory rather than grind corn because natural gas had gotten so expensive. They can make a lot more money selling off that natural gas. And, and I think the weather in general has a lot to do with this. But uh, spot ethanol production margins have actually improved quite a bit following that short-lived collapse that we saw last week. Uh, you're looking uh, spot margins break even to positive actually in some areas of the country. 
Spring insurance guarantees for corn and soybeans will be the best in several years. At yesterday's close, the February average for December corn was $4.55. The Feb average so far for November soybeans was $11.75. You only have three trading days left in the pricing period, uh, including today. So the corn number in all likelihood will be the best since 2014. The soybean number in all likelihood will be the best since 2013. So uh, the row crop farmer, again, being set up for a really nice year here. There will be the opportunity available to... Uh, lock in some really nice uh, revenue protection uh, following this pricing period. And if you haven't already talked to your crop insurance person, you certainly you uh, certainly should do that uh, maybe maybe prior to the end of the month. Uh, remember, Friday is first uh, notice day for March grain futures. Be sure to examine any remaining open positions that you have there. The uh, corn market itself has acted really well. New crop futures posted fresh highs yesterday. Old crop futures are what 15, 16 cents from contract highs. The the bull story here is kind of the same as it's been for a while. Uh, most traders, or most of the bulls at least, believe that ending stocks on August 31st are going to be quite a bit lower than current, current USDA projections given this phenomenal export program. Um, Anybody who's bearish the market, and I know there are very few of them left, uh, they might argue that shipments are kind of light relative to sales. Maybe USDA projections don't need to come uh, up a whole lot in regard to exports. But in any case, the, the bull trend remains intact here. Soybean market acts really well. Um, old crop or new crop contracts made new highs yesterday. Old crop contracts, I think, largely a function of of this Brazilian deal with, with delayed harvest. But still, I mean, that's going to be a big crop down there. So I, I still think it's just this is a trend deal. Um, we've got an uptrend intact. And and you look at the May soybean chart, we, we had kind of a wedge in place. We broke out of it yesterday. And now it looks like, I mean, the, the contract highs up at 1433 in these May futures. It's kind of your next target here, really. Uh, in the wheat market, the news has been kind of slow. Uh, we've kind of been following row crop action to some extent. Keep in mind, Russia is going to implement this formula-based uh, tax on, I guess it would be Sunday or Monday. Um, we haven't seen any massive surge in export business, although sales have been okay. We'll know a little bit more about any potential crop damage associated with that winter, I want to call it a winter kill event, with the, with the uh, freeze event from last week. Most traders and analysts not overly concerned. Just about every statistic out there suggests that winter kill risk is low in February. If you were to have a similar event in, say, March or April, that would be a major problem. But uh, that, that mid-February deal, uh, maybe not the end of the world. The cattle market did not act well yesterday. Um, Live cattle were, were lower to sharply lower in some of the contracts. Feeder cattle were lower as well. Uh, there was some cash trade in Texas at uh, 114, I believe, yesterday, but not really enough to establish a trend. The uh, boxed beef market was just a little bit higher. In the outside markets, we have the uh, Dow Jones is up about 40 points. S&P is up about 10. Uh, precious metals are mixed. U.S. dollar is down a little bit. Crude oil is up 64 cents in the April WTI at 62.31. Uh, the bonds are a little bit lower. Remember, if you guys need some more information, uh, check out that website. Everybody have a great day. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.